Good morning, and welcome to another episode of Skip the Snooze with Gathering Students. I'm Sadie, your host. And I'm Martin. And today is February 14th, which means today we are celebrating National Library Lovers Day and National Ferris Wheel Day on the obscure national holiday calendar. And it's Valentine's Day. It's Valentine's Day. Yeah. Here's the thing. Uh, <laughs> when you read that, you said uh, Library Lovers Day, as if it's like, People who fall in love at the library, I think it, it feels like, oh, it, was, it was very funny the way you said it. Well, um. It was like lovers who go to you. dates uh, <laughs> at the library. And I'm thinking like, you know, library lovers, I think is like people who like, you know, love going to the library. Yeah. But it was, a, it sounded way more interesting the way you said it. No, the way that I said it was the way that I thought it meant. So, <laughs> it's, it's whatever, happy Library Lover's Day or Library Lover's Day. It doesn't, happy that day. Uh, also, <laughs> it's National Ferris Wheel Day. So, I'm thinking, uh, you know, I feel like I've seen shows and movies where, like, people go on dates and, like, oh, yeah. ride the Ferris Love, wheels. Simon? Have you seen that? No. Mm-hmm. I was thinking, like, The Notebook, which is a little more OG because I'm old. And oh, well. But. That book's good too. It's fine. Regardless, I feel like, you know, people go on dates and they like, go up in the Ferris wheels and it's just like this romantic, just the two of us in this little, what do you call the like. The little cart. Are they cars or carts? Like little, I don't know. The buckets? Yeah. Whatever they are. The seats. Are Ferris wheels romantic? I think they're kind of awkward. Yeah. Not going to lie. No, because everybody leave. and everybody around you can see you. So, like, it's not like you're crowded. Like, you're not, like, blocked from everybody else. Because everybody at the carnival, even on the floor, can see you. Yeah, and, like, the people right around you can absolutely see you. Exactly. But you're very stuck. Yeah. Unless you are, like, Peter Parker and I can fly out. You're you're very stuck with this person in this bucket cart cart. You just got to make sure that you're okay with whoever you're with um, for you know, five, ten minutes only with that person and not escaping them, which for most people should be fine because it's just ten minutes. Yeah. But if it's somebody where you're like, um, maybe stay away from that. Yeah, maybe not like the first activity of a first date. Like, it's a real sink or swim. Mm -hmm. It's going to take a lot of funnel cake and cotton candy to make up for that if it goes poorly. All right, so, Sadie. Yes. It's Valentine's Day. Mm Mm-hmm. Everyone listening wants to know. I assume. I assume it's true. Everyone listening wants to know. What is Sadie's ideal Valentine's Day date? Okay, well, my ideal date is probably not in Missouri. Okay. (laughs) This is... People, take notes, people. It would probably be by the beach. Um, You know, going to get some food, some really nice food by the beach, and then going surfing. Maybe don't take notes, people. This is and not then this is not a a, a, a a thing that you could do. Well it absolutely is a thing you can do. Yeah. I'm just saying. I did and say there uh, were no rules. That's, yeah. That's not false. And you know, um the cheesy walk along the beach. That's always been a shoes dream on of mine. Shoes off. Um, shoes off. I don't know. People are weirdos. Like well, I mean, if it's like cold, then I guess no. But I don't know. Sure date. I shouldn't shouldn't interrupt. Right. Well, that's basically it. And ooh, maybe maybe like biking. 
on the beach yeah like along the the road by the beach Mm. you know Mm -hmm. there's like a path i think when i was in high school i really wanted to like my i was like one of those hopeless romantic guys i was like you know what if i ever i didn't ever have a valentine's day in high school and there are like some very sad and long stories about why that wasn't the case but uh well, you guys all know is that Sadie's trying really hard not to laugh right now with her <laughs> microphone. Uh, my, I think my ideal date was like going to Papa John's and getting like one of those heart-shaped pepperoni pizzas and watching. Oh yeah, just like getting like a a bed sheet like hung up between two trees and watching like some cheesy rom-com and like. In a okay, hammock. well, if it's in Missouri, what season are we in? It's Valentine's Day, so we're in literally this season that we're in right now. Oh, oh, right. Okay, sorry. I was kind of thinking of like Christmas. Okay, yeah, Valentine's Day. This is just like the most, the date of dates. This is just Valentine's dates. Um, Yes, pizza. Um, A really good restaurant, no matter where. I don't care. Just take me to a restaurant and pay for my food. And Mm, then. That that does feel crucial. Yes. Um, And then really good dessert. Cake. Yeah. Um, Ice cream. You know, both. Um, sure, both. Okay. And then, just going and watching a movie at a theater somewhere else. Like, like this is like a like a big. No, at my house. Okay, I don't know. Well, people, take notes. There is your Done. ideal Valentine's Day. I hope you are celebrating love of somebody else, or a library, or Ferris wheels, whatever your love is today. I hope you are celebrating it. And with that, and a very long intro, welcome again My to Skip the Snooze, a podcast here to help you connect your faith with your everyday lives and to fill the gap from Sunday to Sunday. We believe that faith is something that impacts all 168 hours of our weeks, and we want to be a place where you start your day off on the right foot. We'll be here every Monday to share a little bit of whimsy and wonder about what God is doing in our lives, and every week we like to start our weeks with you. So, say for the next couple weeks, we started last week kind of talking about... Um, this idea of like, uh, we've been calling it like faith for outsiders, but excuse me, that's a podcast burp. Uh, but really, <laughs> like these these like values uh, of Jesus and faith that um, are the way we like, are really meant to treat each other. And so last week we were talking about belonging. We talked a lot about what mm-hmm. it feels like when you don't belong, and like the yeah. utterly soul crushing feeling of like when you're somewhere and you know that you like. Don't belong in that crowd. So today we're talking about uh, compassion. So if I asked you, Sadie, to define like what compassion means to you, what would you say? Um, I would say compassion is kindness. Um, I know those are two very similar words, but um, I think you just can't define the word with the word itself. Otherwise, like whatever word you use. Yeah. Um, just. Feeling empathy for people mm. and being very welcoming, opening, um, uh, judgment-free. Yeah. I was thinking about – I really spent some time earlier today thinking about this and, um, like, even did, like, some like dictionary research on the word compassion. And uh, I found out that uh, the root words of compassion, the, the calm and the passion part – Calm means with, and passion means suffering. 
which feels right. Like all the passion that I was trying to like celebrate in high school uh, on Valentine's Day, it felt a lot like suffering. So I absolutely understand why passion <laughs> and suffering mean the same thing. But yeah, so the idea was like <laughs> that. Com- yeah. Compassion was uh, is like to suffer with. So when people are hurting, when people are uh, struggling, like there's someone like to show compassion to someone is like to struggle and suffer with them. And so, like, for you, Sadie, who is it, like, who is, like, someone who it's really easy for you to have compassion for? Um, people who are nice to me. And yeah, that seems real. Um, my friends, I know them very well, so having compassion for them is super easy. Um, and my family, and just people that I care about in general. Yeah. So let's flip that on the other side of that. Uh, who is it hard for you to have compassion on? Um... I would say people who maybe have done certain things to harm me or my friends or people who I don't agree with, like certain opinions that I strongly have strong feelings about and like people who don't agree with those ideas. Yeah, it feels like if compassion is like to suffer with somebody, that the hardest people would be to like show compassion for are people who like we feel like make others suffer. Like we're, if compassion is being with people who are suffering, then people who are hurting people feel uh, hard to have compassion for. Yeah, it feels like it goes kind of against the the whole idea of like the very word. So let's let's put this even one more time, Sadie. And like, uh, how do you receive compassion? Like, are you someone who? Is this like the type of thing where it's like, what's my love language? Like uh, the n- <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, although if you want to share that, like we're just giving every, all the listeners an insight into like oh, yeah. your ideal date and your yeah. love language. Like by the end of this, mm-hmm. we should probably have like a Tinder profile set up. No, please. But uh, <laughs> no, 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 no. Like how? Should we, how well do you receive compassion? Here's what I mean. Maybe this is better. Okay, like, okay. How I'm well? I'm terrible at this. I love helping people who are struggling. I love being there for my friends, even like people I don't know who like. If I see someone crying, like, oh, it just wrecks me, and I want to go, like, give people hugs and, like, be there for them. Mm-hmm. I suck at receiving compassion and, like, having people help me when, like, I am struggling. I feel like in certain situations I might be bad at receiving compassion, but most of the time if I am receiving it, it probably means that I need it at that time and I just kind of embrace it especially when it's from people that I care about like my friends like I know that they are there for me because they love and appreciate me and receiving that compassion um I guess it just sort of it helps a lot and so like I fully accept it yeah yeah I I realized that like if I'm really going through something I a lot of times like to go through it alone, and like I think in my head, it's it's one of those things where I don't want to be, I don't want to feel like a burden to somebody. Like I don't want to feel like I am. Someone has to check on me, but I know like if a friend of mine was really struggling, I would do anything to help them. Right. And so I think that's where it's like hard for me is to receive uh, help because I don't want to be, I don't want to be needy. I don't want to, uh, and so I think in terms of like the love language thing, when I think of like how I receive <laughs> compassion. Like, I don't really want people to, like, come give me hugs. Like, are you doing okay? Are you feeling mm-hmm. okay? Like, I, I, I hate that. I need to get better at that because, like, that's people wanting to do what I want to do for them. 
but like when people make jokes and like find ways to find like joy in really dark moments and like sadness, mm-hmm. like sarcasm is like showing <laughs> compassion to me. Yeah. Like, hey, it's gonna be okay. I know that like you know every the world blew up, but at least you know what we don't have to pay taxes anymore. Yeah. Like that's a really weird example, but like that is what compassion feels like to me. Yeah. Um. And sometimes I feel like it's hard for me to receive that sort of compassion, too. Yeah. And, like, again, I, I love giving it. And it probably says something about me. Like, I like want to help other people, but it's hard for me to accept help. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like, w- I was thinking about this, too. You know, like, it feels really big to talk about, like, what uh, God is like, what, what God's compassion would look like. Uh, like, I think God is compassionate, but I don't really know. Never seen God, so I don't know what that looks like. But uh, I was—I spent some time earlier today reading. Uh, there's like a section of uh, one of the Gospels, and like throughout it, Jesus like went to where people were hurting, and uh, that's like where he spent his time. It's like who he hung out with. Like he went to the people who were suffering, and like he embrace people who other people wouldn't embrace he uh, hung out with people who weren't getting hung out with and and so like i think in in the world today like if you know it's easy to ask like well, where was god when this happened and like that's probably a good place to start thinking about that you want to know where god is that's <laughs> feels like a bad moment for a burp <laughs> you want to know <laughs> where i hope uh the listeners have compassion on my burps today uh if you if you want to know where God is, like when tragedy strikes, look for where people are suffering. And that's where that's where Jesus went. And so I imagine that's where, where God is today. Weekly challenge. All right, so every Monday we're going to have a challenge for the week. Something to help you live out this thing we call following Jesus. And this week, your challenge is to suffer with. Show compassion. So find someone who is struggling and figure out how to be with them. And that doesn't necessarily even mean like fixing it. Just... To be with them. Now, here's not what the challenge is. Like, don't go around asking people, like, are you struggling? Are you suffering? <laughs> Although that would be an amazing thing. If you, like, if you do that, like, would you please get a friend to videotape that and then videotape the principal coming to find you and ask you why you're harassing people? <laughs> but maybe just don't do that. Just, you know, look for subtle cues. Like, people <laughs> who are clearly having a bad day. <laughs> um, there's just two announcements this week. Um, first, STL hours, STL after hours. STL hours. That's like all SD, the hours. STL all the days. hours. Um, no, it's STL after hours. You've heard us talk about it. It's April Fool's Night, so we're going all around St. Louis for a night of goofiness. Also, in case you didn't hear, registration for mission trips is open and spots are already filling up. Middle school is heading to Louisville and high school to Milwaukee. And that's it for this episode of Skip the Snooze. We'll see you back next week. And just like your parents, we hope you have a great day at school today. And remember, don't forget to turn in your homework. <laughs>